When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another excitingly fabulous episode of Pulse of Finns Nation. I'm doing this voice right now as if we were coming off a 43 to 3 victory instead of that. Was it? I don't even remember the score. Was it 29 to 28, Duke, that we lost? What was it? 28 27, but it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It might as well have been a million to one. Uh, it, it felt like it felt that way, even though that wasn't the case, right? Uh, I am Ron. With me is Duke, aka, or actually Chris Early, aka Duke. Um, Lewis is sick, but he's behind the scenes. He's emceeing it, even though he's. I'm sure he'd rather just be laying in bed right now. It was a tough game, Duke. A tough game. I know you um, were on the post game show a little last night. Got to say a few words. I mean, what can you say? For me, and I'm going to get into the, I I could just give you a little preview. For me, as the game started, something fell off almost from the beginning, and I don't know why or what. And, you know, we could say, well, yeah, if we had won 28 to 7, you wouldn't have thought that, right? But uh, uh, but before we get into the, the goodness of it here, let me get into our sponsors a bit. Got prize picks, of course. The show is brought to you by prizepicks.com. PrizePicks.com is the revolutionary fantasy platform where you can now pick up to six different players across professional sports leagues, NFL, NBA, MLB, one of each. It's up to you and choose whether your chosen player will get more or less than their projected stat. They give you free squares, special Taco Tuesday promos, Flex Friday specials to where you get your money back if you lose or multiply the amount of money you can win. So with offers like that, it's hard to justify not signing up. Use the promo code 5, that's F-I-V-E, and they will match up to $100 on your initial deposit when you sign up. Again, that's promo code 5. Spell that out, F-I-V-E. Go to prizepicks.com, deposit your $100, and let prizepicks give you $100 of their money to play with. Get started winning today. And then, of course, I also want to mention that we were our simulcast streaming on the the three yards per carry stream on uh, Apple Podcasts or any of the place where you get those Android podcasts, etc. Podbean, Google Play Store, etc., etc. Uh, so, and only fins, of course, three only three dollars. You can go in and get some very exciting conversation. I have to say. It's a little bit of a shit show today in there. <laughs> uh, you, you missed out because even one of the three YPC guys had a meltdown. You know what? They're recording their show as we speak. I imagine that meltdown is continuing. 
I will let you listen to 3YPC tomorrow when it releases, tonight or tomorrow when it releases, and you'll get to hear that. But Duke, before I go on with anything that I have to say, because I wasn't on the after show last night, I was depressed. I want to (laughs) hear your thoughts on it. Thoughts on the game last night as much as you can bear to say without crying. It, it was a very disappointing loss. Um, if you <clears throat> step back and, and look at the big picture, Miami can still do what they need to do. Um, there is uh, – uh, they've got a, a contest against Baltimore, and that will probably decide home field, assuming Miami wins games. Um, they've still got a chance to win the division. So things are not – over. This isn't one of those, you know, soul-crushing defeats when Miami's scraping to get in the playoffs and then they lose a game to, you know, some crappy team and then they're like, oh, well, now you're 7-7 seven and seven and out of the playoffs and, you know, uh, try again next year. We've seen that too many of those and we know what those are like. So, um, <clears throat> the uh, it, it's just a disappointing loss. And I mentioned last night briefly on on the post game show that um, uh, this week it seemed like the the underdog teams won. Thursday night you had the the two win Patriots beat a playoff team in the, the Steelers in a game they probably should not have won. Yeah, uh, really, in the grand scheme of things for them anyway. Um, and then the Giants won last night. The four-win Giants beat the yep. uh, the Packers, who were trying to get in the playoffs. Packers are, yeah, trying to catch up for the division, considering and, uh, also yeah. the Lions lost to the Bears. So, uh, and, and, you know, the Bills won. They were the underdog in that game, or the lower seats. So it was like it was one of those City. weeks. It yeah. was one of those weeks in the NFL where it was like, and when I started watching that Sunday, I, I didn't think anything about it Thursday. Right, because you know who cares. But then I saw it on Sunday. It's like, yeah, it's going to be one of those weeks. And then I was like, yeah, I'm kind of nervous. And then that game just kind of unfolded the way it did. Yeah. And it's really disappointing because you know Tyreek goes out, and that throws a wrench in the whole offense. And I know people are going to say, well, it's all Tyreek. It's not too well. When a guy leaves in the middle of a game, um, that throws off your game plan. It throws off what you plan to do. For sure. And. Uh, that and all the offensive linemen going down. I say, like, what, the first drive that they had lasted 30 minutes or something because everybody got hurt on every play or some crap? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, even the first run, Mostert limps off, and then it was Waddle, and then it was Connor Williams, and then, I don't know, somebody on the bench got hurt after that. I don't know. It was everybody getting hurt. <clears throat> so, um, and, and then it gets those breaks. The, the, the guy from Tennessee tries to uh, catch the ball and fumbles it on the punt. And they pitch back to Derrick Henry, and he fumbles. And, like, that never happens. He never fumbles. And it was 27-13. You're kind of like, all right, we've got this. There's not much time left. Our defense is going to do what they do. And they just uh, proceeded to uh, give it up. And they needed one first down. Couldn't get a first down. Um, All they needed was one. Because at that point, Tennessee would not have had enough time to – to get the ball down the field, I don't think, or at least not effectively. Had they gotten one first down? Had they gotten two, the game's over. And I understand they're trying to run the ball, but Tennessee knows that. And that would have been the one time that would have been nice to see McDaniel kind of do the, all right, we're going to do what you don't expect us to do and throw the ball. I know you don't want to yeah. give him free time, 
And Tua had that one throw to Devon Achan across the middle and just sailed it on him. I mean, it was about a yeah, foot. It was un- uncharacteristic of Tua, especially this year. And Achan may still be running had he got that ball to him. Uh, he, there yeah. was no one around him. So just just some miscues. <clears throat> and so all in all, I, I think, you know, everyone – it's a smack in the mouth. It's some humble pie, as the, as the, the title of the, as the show says. So uh, it's, uh, you know, you deal with it. Uh, and, and like I told you pre-show, I woke up about like four in the morning or something. My dog was barking or who knows. I woke up and I lay there for a minute and I was like, did I dream that the Dolphins just lost that game? And then I realized, <laughs> no, it wasn't a dream. And then it was tough to go back to sleep because then I was depressed again. So, yeah. um. Yeah, it, just you know, just it's one of those you shake your head, you do what you got to do, and and move on with it. The good news, at least, is it's kind of a short week, so we don't have to wait an extra day like we would have had this been a Sunday loss. <laughs> one less day uh, of anguish. One less day of anguish. So I, I take some solace in that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, <clears throat> man, what can you say when you take a loss like that? For starters. It's been a long time since Miami was even in a position that we were heading into this game trying to get a one seed. It adds to the disappointment of the loss more so than in other seasons. I'm trying to keep that in mind as I say what I'm about to say. There's plenty I could say that went wrong and went bad last night in that game, but none of it pales in comparison to the ridiculous crybaby crap I have seen <laughs> in OnlyFans and a little bit on Twitter because I'm barely on Twitter anymore. I have never... I, the meltdown from the Dolphins fans is time 10 worse than the meltdown of the team last night. And it was sort of a meltdown when you're up two touchdowns inside of three minutes. And what was it? What did they say it was? 764 or 67 or 24 straight NFL games that (laughs) a team had not come back down from two touchdowns inside of three minutes. Whatever that number was, uh, definitely. I mean, calm down. I have seen, I knew the second that Tua took that ball, he was going to mess it up. I knew this team is, this team's terrible. Tua sucks. He's trash. This team's trash. Big Daniel's trash. This is what we're hearing from one one point loss. I will say this, and I have been saying it for probably five, six weeks now. It is almost impossible in the NFL to go the entire season and not take a loss to a team that you were favored against at least once. Every team had done it throughout. And I I, I kept if anybody's been watching or listening to this show, you know I have I have repeated this probably six, seven times. So I get to now say it after a loss. Every team has suffered a loss. Shoot, just this past weekend, we saw three or four teams do it. Throughout the season, you cannot point to me one of the quote-unquote dominant teams, one of the teams that are absolutely going to go and win the Super Bowl has suffered losses to the Bears, to the Colts, to the Patriots, Right. I mean, look, look, at, look at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. To the Broncos. The Philadelphia Eagles were a one-loss team until to the Jets. Weeks ago, to the Jets, led by Zach Wilson. To and, and who did who did Sam didn't San Fran lose three games in a row? The Browns. Yes, the Browns. Uh, I don't even remember who the other teams were. 
Uh, the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, you, you show, you give me a team that is going, I just pretty much named one of the teams that's going to win the Super Bowl, right. In regards to the teams like Kansas city, Baltimore, Jacksonville suffered multiple losses to teams. They shouldn't have. Right. (laughs) Um, San Fran, the Eagles, the Cowboys, Miami. Now, it's really hard to do in the NFL. We lost by one point, and, and it's disappointing because of where we are in the season and, and what we're trying to get and the goals we're trying to accomplish. I promise you no one is more disappointed than the people in that locker room. But Dolphins fans, you got to calm down. Like, seriously. I'm not uh, – me and Duke, we've had conversations about this before. You're right. I shouldn't tell you a fan how to fan. You fan how you want. But I will say from – uh, out, not necessarily outside looking in because I'm a fan as well. You're being, it's ridiculous. So, and anybody listening to this, some of the people actually do shows on this same channel of which you might be listening to this. Uh, if you're in the three YP, the three YPC thread or the three YPC channel, calm down, man. Seriously, calm down. Where this team is not all of a sudden did not all of a sudden forget how to play football. This team did all of a sudden not become talented. You know, did some of the strengths of Tennessee uh, bump up against our strengths and they kind of won out? Yeah, the big one was their their red zone defense, their touchdown defense, if you will. They were number one. We were number one. They proved that their number one was better than our number one. That was one of the problems for sure. The injury to Tyreek absolutely threw this team for a loop. You could see everyone's face everyone's face just had this like they just didn't know what to do with themselves i put that 50 50 on square on the shoulders of tua and mcdaniel those are the two that are supposed to soldier through that and get the team focused and back on track and they never did neither one of them ever did mcdaniel's play calling he seemed you thought his play calling was conservative when he didn't have tua last year it was worse without Tyreek. He was absolutely lost as a play caller without Tyreek. He was just taking the three, running the ball when everybody, <laughs> as your example at the end of the game, running the ball when the whole world and the Titans knew they were going to run the ball, et cetera, et cetera. It just, it simply wasn't the same. And, and we had more than our chances and tons of one play, this happened, one play, that happens, and we win that game. And maybe we're, Sitting here like that was close, but we're sitting here with a smile on our face at ten and three and back to number one seed. But I mean, it, calm down. I mean, like if we if we collapse at the end, okay, time to cry. And we'll all cry together. But right now, that loss is not a time to to just fold it up, pack it in, and say the Dolphins sucks and let let's move on to next year because that's what I'm seeing. And I'm seeing stuff like two is not your quarterback. I don't even want to know what the national media is saying. I will completely stay away from that for the week. You will not see me watch a thing this week. But Duke, you were about to say something. Yeah, you know, to go along with what you were saying is the uh, there was a number of plays. Um, there was the um, the play where DeAndre Hopkins. Pulled down on X's arm and he caught the pass. Um, was it a penalty? Probably. He's a star player. X is a star player. They probably let that stuff play out. Had that been uh, Westbrook Aquina, that's a penalty. They, it's just that's how it is. You know, that's yeah. the, Jordan, the Jordan rule. Um, 
Bradley Chubb slamming his helmet down because he missed the sack. Um, that's yeah. It was a for the first time all season. They had a sloppy game that cost them. Yeah, um, and they've had it, sloppy moments in plenty of games, but they were their talent overcame those. And this this game, it just didn't. Yeah, and and what's wild is, I, I think he Levis threw for like three hundred something yards. I mean, he looked like the second coming of Tom Brady or something, leading him down the field. It's like, where did this come from? That was not their strength. It, their run game was what their strength was. And yeah, they scored yeah. on the ground a couple of times, but it was because they got down close. Uh, j- just stuff like that, the blocked field goal. I mean, there's there's just things you got to clean up, and you need to get it cleaned up now. Um, so, just that, that's been my gripe with him all season long is just stop playing sloppy football. You yeah, get you drive down the field on the opening drive, you you fumble twice. Tua got credited for two fumbles on that one play. Yeah, or not. Um, so you can't do that. Now they turn around and throw a pick six to Zach Sealer right after that. So it's kind of like, well, so we kind of got the touchdown anyway, in a way Yeah, it worked, but you can't do that. Um, and I understand it's, you know, Eichenberg moved back to center and all this stuff. And if there was one, I mean, look, the offensive line didn't play well last night and, um, it's hard to get the offensive line playing right when you have four backups in there. Um, it's just, it's not going to be as good. Uh, but, um, you know, you get, that would be my one gripe with Chris Greer and the team building effort is the fact that Liam Eikenberg is your backup center, some, a position he's never played before. He's done well at guard this year. I'm going to give him his flowers. He's, he's played well when he's been asked to play. He's not been a complete and total liability like you would think he would be if you listen to everyone talk back in June and July. Yeah. So um, I, I think they need a center. Um, I don't know what's going on with Connor Williams. I absolutely, um, I absolutely logged out of Twitter. Cause like, I'm not, I'm not touching that, that hornet's nest all week long. Uh, I know how that is. Um, so I, I don't I don't listen to the national media because Tua, Tua is a cash cow for them. Let's just I mean just it doesn't matter. Tua could have came out last night and threw for seven touchdowns, but he could have missed a throw that was underthrown by three feet, and the media is going to be like, "See, he still underthrows passes. He's my eighth best quarterback in the league." And they know Dolphins fans will go nuts and and, and engage him on social yeah. media. Maybe and, don't even put him in the top ten, but it's oh really yeah, it does. It doesn't I don't matter. care they, anymore about that. They yeah. they do that to they do that for engagement. Clickbaiting. Yeah, yeah it's clickbaiting. So, it's um, been I, I just, for a couple of years now. Yeah, I don't I don't even pay attention to that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, just just quit playing sloppy. Um, it's the time of year you're supposed to be playing your best football. And that didn't look like the Dolphins' best football. No, no, not um, even close. Now, I say that with – say two things about Tyreek Hill. If he was out pregame, something had happened, he was ruled out. Yeah. And they knew that going into the game. Yeah, they were kind of anticipating he would be out, understood. They, yeah, they, they, they game plan differently. I think when you lose a guy – it's the same thing when – I mean – it's the same principle when your backup quarterback has to come in. Okay. A mid game. If you have a whole week to prepare, you've got something. Um, would Mike White be as good as Tua? No. 
if he has a whole week to prepare because he knows he's going to start, then, you know, he has that opportunity to kind of, you build things around it in the middle of the game. You have to limit what you do. So I think that hurt them. Um, and I also would say had Tyreek not gotten hurt, um, I don't think it's, I, I think it's a win because I think the offense doesn't stagnate in the, the middle quarters like they did um, if he, had he been on the field. So um I mean, the combination of Tua and Tyreek has been dominant all year. He still he played half the game and still got sixty plus yards. Um, so good for them. Uh, Raheem Mostert has now tied uh, the team record for total touchdowns in a season. Uh, so he gets one more in four games. He will be the all-time season-leading touchdown scorer in Dolphins history. Uh, which is not bad for a guy that everyone and their brother was trying to replace all off season with fill in the blank running back that may be available. Um, I know everyone was on Jonathan Taylor watch for about a week. Uh, Dalvin cook watch went on for a month. Um, Saquon Barkley rumors, Josh Jacobs rumors, you name it. And Raheem Mostert's done nothing but score touchdowns. He's tied Ricky Williams' record for most rushing touchdowns in a season by the Dolphins. So a lot of positives, a lot of negatives. It's it's one week. Um, you take this, you learn from it, and you, uh, you know, you got the Jets coming up. And the Jets, look, they're not out of the playoffs. They're, they're five and seven. They can win out and go 10 and seven make the playoffs that possibility exists so um yeah they, they've got something to play for they scored 30 points i don't know that they've done that all year long yeah um, zach wilson had a good game so it, it's one of the maybe it was that's the type of week it was yeah. um but i mean look even the ravens you know they came close to oh man they it, almost it, it took eight, almost eight. lost that game they were lucky to win it and they, that, and they played at home so sometimes it's just the way the ball bounces and yeah Miami it didn't bounce Miami's way and I get what you're saying about the the visceral feeling of it because yeah. we are so invested um and, well, yeah. and I take I take that with uh I don't really watch a lot of other sports um the most basketball I watch is my son, my two sons when they play. So <laughs> I, I don't yeah. watch a lot of college ball or professional basketball. So I don't get into it and I can watch And uh, my son, they're, they're Carolina fans. They, they get that from the mom's side of the family. So uh, you, you get that, but when you're so invested in it and that loss hurts, especially, I mean, a Tennessee come out and won 35 to three, you cope with it. Cause you're like, all right, we just got our teeth kicked in. We, you know, we, you know, it was the way it happened. I was like, yeah, we've got this. It's 27-13. We're rolling. Oh, yeah. like, 10 and 3. One C. We get in a, and then it I went into total apart. relax mode. Like total relax mode. And, yeah. and then the fact that that game ended the way it did, I was just you know. And, so, and I knew too. I said they go three and out, this game's over. You just felt like like the momentum was and what the defense was doing. Yeah, not only were they allowing those plays to happen, those big chunk plays, but they kept allowing Tennessee to go out of bounds, which was, I mean, that's on the players. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. That, that is on the players. Maybe the scheme and how soft the defense was, was on Fangio, but continuously letting those guys go out of bounds four or five times. 
just free timeouts. And then we burn timeouts we shouldn't have, which is not something we've done a lot of this year, but something we did a whole lot of last year, and it kind of reminded me of that. This game reminded me a little bit of when we were having some issues last year, specifically without Tua, but we had Tua. We didn't have Tyreek, really. And it, towards the end, besides the one play, maybe two, he was kind of more of a decoy than anything, let's be honest. And he wasn't himself. It, it's just the truth. But it, there was, I mean, there was blame to go around everywhere. The defense, the defensive coaching, the offense, the offensive coaching, the special teams. I mean, there was blame to go around everywhere. And, and the- we lost in kind of epic fashion by a point. And it is what it is, man. But yeah, uh, and, I mean, they, to... they and Tennessee signed a dude off the street to punt, and that dude just did nothing but crush punts all game long. <laughs> yeah, and and like our guy just didn't do it. So, um, just I, I don't know. But when you, when you have that moment, it, it's 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 raw to you. you know, that nerve is raw, and it hurts. Yeah. And that's why I I will not get on Twitter during a game. Unless Miami is up seventy to twenty, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, because even even in, I, I don't do it in a loss, but I don't do it when try not to because I learned a few years ago is that I react, and I've said this before. I've deleted more tweets than I have ever sent. I think I've had my account for going on thirteen years, and I've t- tweeted. T- 27,000 tweets in, in that time period, according to the bar or whatever. And I've probably deleted 10 times that many. And that's not a joke yeah. because I will tweet something and I'm mad. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to say this and get you it off my chest. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, hit the backspace button. And there it goes. So um, I, I don't want to react. It's, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we're, we are of an age where we've kind of learned, Hey, let's step back for a minute. Don't react in the moment. Because you'll say things or do things you'll regret. I've yeah. learned that. You, we learned that the hard way. So you just kind of step back and say, hey, the game happened. They're 9-4. and four. They're still leading the division. They're the two seed right now. Um, Jacksonville has a big game against Baltimore this week. Baltimore has to go on the road to play San Francisco. So Miami Bills, can still – Bills play Dallas. Bills play Dallas at home. Dallas is looking good. Now, they don't necessarily travel well. But they're looking tough to beat. That's going to be a good game in in, in a couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, and I'm going to miss that one live. So although all those on the, uh, the Discord or whoever tries to reach me, my phone will be off. Fair I enough. I don't want any notifications. Uh, I will. I will. I did that during the Carolina game. I was going to that game. I came back and I watched it all on replay. Fast forward through the commercials. Fast forward through the punts and all that stuff that I don't need to watch. Um, so. Uh, but it's going to be good games. Miami's, Miami can do it. And the what my goal would be for the team is like, look, learn from this. All right. You, this is, let this be the worst possible moment of the season. Yeah. Take this and you build off of it. And say, all right, where do we go wrong? What do we do? What pass did I not throw? What pass did I not catch? What angle should I have taken on a tackle that I didn't? What, whatever. It is in your particular meeting room that you need to do to make that better and then go out there and do it. There were no, aside from the crazy fumble, and I'll even give them a little bit of slack on that because you had a backup center. Um, you know, 
that was the only turnover. So they didn't have turnovers, as I recall. Was that that was the only one, correct? Uh, I didn't see. Yeah, I think that was it. Just the no interceptions uh, or the fumble. So you know, I'm not mistaken. Learn from that. Um, take it and move on. Use this as fuel to go out and crush the Jets. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. Let's just transition to that. We are we are going to do a little bit shorter show today than normal because I'm, I'm sure a lot of us are just like, uh, let's just get on to the let's just get on to the next week. Um, this Jets game. Now, obviously, we went into New York a few weeks back. We had no issue there. Now they're playing us in Miami. You know, Miami has been a big home field advantage. I think that was only the third game we've lost in Miami with McDaniel and Tua together. Mm-hmm. That's only the third game. Um, but our last two, including this Titans game, have been great because, you know, that Raiders game, we didn't look wonderful. Then we went on the road um, two weeks in a row, and we smashed the Jets and smashed Washington. And our biggest road victory since 1978. And then we came at home again and we looked flat. So I'm looking to see us get back that home field dominance in this game. I think that's key number one. We are playing, as you said, a team that has something to play for. So um, I, I think that that matters, obviously. They haven't given up on the season, quote unquote. They're, just, they're coming off the high of a good victory. Zach Wilson, who supposedly didn't even want to play probably maybe had a career game uh, i'm not sure what his stats are over the past few years but might be a statistically a career game for for him so it, it's going to be uh it's always a tough game when it's divisional it's always a tough game when you're playing a good defense and it's always a tough game when you're playing the team that you just beat or is they they lost to you now you're playing them against not easy to beat teams two times in a when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. pro in the nfl Um, we did it with the patriots now we got to do it with the jets what are your thoughts on this jets game what what could you see being different what do you think the jets will try and do differently than they did in the other game in new york because especially in that second half we ran all over them so my i'm thinking they're really going to try and lock down that run more than anything because dolphins are becoming a better running team than they are a passing team, honestly. But what are your thoughts, dude? Well, they rushed for 167 yards last game. Um, so they produced. Um, I think that the script for the game needs to be the same. Um, I, I think they, there's a little more dynamic playmaking ability with Zach Wilson than Tim Boyle. 
Um, that's not, you know, a bold take by any stretch. Um, yeah. He can, he can, he can make plays with his feet. Uh, he's got a better arm. Um, I, I don't trust their playmakers to do a lot. Um, and so you've got, they've got one real receiving threat with Garrett Wilson. Uh, the other guys are kind of not very good. And I know Tennessee, they're not a, they're not a great team this year, but remember they, they collapsed last year, but they're not, I mean, two seasons ago, they were the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, they haven't been a good team, but I don't. I never consider Tennessee to be a pushover. No, and they and they've got some playmakers. I mean, there's DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Westbrook yeah. Akina has has been a playmaker for Tannehill in the past. Um, Spears, few Spears. Uh, he scared me more than Henry because I'm like, all right, Henry. We know what you're getting with Henry. Spears is kind of like a an A chain A chain type where he's fast and can get out of the backfield and make plays. Yeah. So he was he was frightening to me. Um, but they've and, and you know they don't have much of an offensive line. Uh, but they did their job last night. Miami had was sacked five times. They gave up uh, only one sack that I can recall. So, um, but the Jets are going to come back and look for revenge, um, and they're going to try to hit Miami while Miami might be down. So that you you can't let this hang over. Um, you can't come out and 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 be woe is me. We shouldn't have lost that game. You know, forget about it. Put it in the rearview mirror. Use it as a learning tool. And if you do that and you come out and you play like you're supposed to play, um, I think Armstead will probably be back. Uh, that's what I want to add this real quick as we, it, cause it, it matters for this as well. McDaniel got way too cute in this game with holding out players that could probably play. This is not the NBA, Mike McDaniel. I understand what you're trying to do. I get that. You're trying to keep people fresh and healthy for the playoff run. 17 games ain't 82 games, man. You, you can't we, – we were at to a point to where because of the players we held out, maybe some of them should have been playing or could have been playing. Maybe some of them couldn't. Hard to know. And then on top of that, then we suffered injuries in-game to Tyreek and to Connor Williams. Um, the list of players that, you know, real players, and then including the losses we've taken with Baker, with Phillips, like, the list is this long of, of good, talented starters we were missing in this game. That eventually catches up with you. You can't just, oh, yeah, Keon Smith at left tackle, Titans suck. No, you can't do it, man. You got to put these guys in and let them play football. If they're healthy enough to play, you play them. I have a feeling Mike McDaniel will change his tune quickly on that, especially now that it's four games left anyway. Now's yeah. the time, but got for me, got a little cute. So to your point, I think you're going to see anybody, any man who's able to play going to be playing this game. We're not, he's not taking any chances. Yeah. So, um, and I, I will, I will say this. Kendall Lamb has played well over the course of the season. So <laughs> when he said, when he, he, yeah, he had a bad game last night. A lot of people had bad games that did not play. It was just one of those nights. Yeah, a lot of teams, a lot of players so, had who had played pretty he, good to well. He, did he not gets the night. yeah. I'll give Lamb the benefit of a doubt because he's performed this season well when he's been asked to. But that may be what you said. It may be the silver lining of silver linings in this game. Is that McDaniel's like, all right, I, I've been easy with these players. But this is it. We are not. We are no longer now in in position to control our own destiny. 
we went out, we're, we're in uh, as the one seed. So um, you, you can't be like, well, we'll hold, we'll hold the players back for the Jets and save them for the Cowboys. That was the fan mentality. I've seen people say that at various places. Well, we'll let's, we can keep Armstead out till the Cowboys. We'll save them for it. No, no, no. Yeah, That's no. gone now. That's done. You the, can't playoff, have- the playoff run doesn't start Christmas Eve. It starts so, now. Yeah, this is it. This game so, is a, I'm sorry, with the stretch you have going on and what just happened, this is a must win for me if you want to be number one seed to yeah. get some home playoff games. And, I, and I, I'm sorry, I'm going to just be a big old giant. I told you so. Stop rooting for the fucking Bills to win games. They're in our division. They kick our cans every freaking time we play them. Don't root for them. It feels dirty anyway, rooting for teams I hate, number one. But you're sitting there, oh, I hope the Bills beat Kansas City. Yeah. Are you happy that the Bills beat Kansas City now and we just lost to the Titans? I, I Stop it. Let's well, let those guys, let's let, 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 what do they say? Dead dogs lie as they are, or whatever yeah, the expression let's is. Sleeping dogs let's lie, hope, yeah. yeah, let's sleeping dogs lie. I hope that Dallas kicks the crap out of them. We get the, the victory. And if we had won last night, that had been completely it for them. Or had they lost to the damn Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, that would have been it for them. But now they're still alive in this damn division. I want those guys gone. I don't even want to see them in the playoffs. Now, and think about it. They get Dallas this week. That's going to be a tough matchup for them. Yeah, I hope they lose. Game. I'm not. I mean, obviously, we're with NFC versus you, AFC. We're their ne- their next two games: Patriots, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, without Justin Herbert. I, I think I read today or saw somebody said something somewhere that he's on IR. He had surgery on his hand. Yeah, yeah. So, I know that. I know he had a broken finger on his throwing hand. So I figured he was going to so, be out for a while. So. You know, you get Easton Stick. Now that game's in in uh, in uh, Los Angeles. About said San Diego again. Mm-hmm. Um, that game's on the road for the Bills, and they're this season. They have been one of those teams to where they've they've gone into places they shouldn't, uh, gone into games they shouldn't have, and lost to teams they shouldn't have. Yeah. So maybe they maybe maybe Bill Belichick gets one final go at them before he he calls it quits. That's my prediction by the way um, i mean they already beat them once so yeah so maybe that happens but they could easily beat the cowboys and they go on a three-game stretch there then it's going to be up to us and then it's up to us so what if we have the same what if we drop one and they have the same record going into that final week yeah I, big game. I, 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 look i want the number one seed as much as anything and i get the i get the mentality behind rooting for the bills and that you want to knock kansas city down but in my opinion, that was contingent upon, well, we've got to take care of our own business. Yeah, and beat the Ravens for one. And so, yep. yeah, I was I was pulling for the Chiefs. Yeah, me too. I was going hard I, for the I, Chiefs. I didn't, have, I didn't have the game on, and I had it put up on my phone at ESPN, and I saw a touchdown, Kansas City, with like a minute and something left. I was like, oh, great. And then the whole, you know, offsides thing happened. Uh, and, he, and he was a mile offsides, Mahomes. Yeah, and so it was uh, – <laughs> Come that, on. That's another story. Oh, yeah. But anyway, the uh, I, I I don't want them to win. Uh, no. So I mean, I, I would rather I would rather go into it as the two seed or the three seed, and the Bills not be in it. Oh, uh, much than, than than be the one seed with the Bills in it. Because that's the last yeah. thing I want to see is we're the two seed, but the Bills sneak in at the seven seed in Week One. That's who we got to play. I don't yeah. want to play the Bills. Have you seen Josh Allen's stats? 
<coughs> excuse me, against the Dolphins, 11 games, 3,000-something yards, like, what was it, like 20 touchdowns, three interceptions. It's some 111 passer rating. I forget what it is. I was looking at it, like, going into – um, before the Kansas City game, as everybody and only fans are sitting there, be like, "Oh yeah, we're rooting for the Bills, we're rooting for the Bills." I'm like, "Stop rooting for the Bills! Like, what? What are y'all doing? Let's just get rid of these guys. I'd rather play any other team in the playoffs, but the Bills." Well, and you think about it too. Look at the teams that are ahead of them right now. You get Denver, who you've yeah, already like you trust them. You, you throttle them at home. Um, Houston is still ahead of them. You got a rookie quarterback. And they and lack- he, wait a minute. Who did he? And Houston took a loss that they shouldn't have. I don't remember. Houston, Houston lost to. Um, I know Stroud got hurt in the game. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Was it? An I NFC? don't even remember who they lost was, to. I think it was an NFC team. If I, it, I, I don't remember. I remember um, they took a loss they shouldn't have. But, but I know um, Stroud got hurt. So it was that was the Jets. Oh yeah, that's right. It was All the right. Jets. Uh, so. Um, uh, and they, they they lost some playmakers. Uh, guys got hurt in that game. Um, the the Bengals are ahead with a backup quarterback for the rest of the season. So if you're a Miami fan and you look at the quarterback landscape, and I don't even care what happens week 18. I don't care if Miami beats the Bills 100 to nothing week 18. If you look at the quarterback landscape in the in AFC, who would you rather face opening week? Jake Browning, Russell Wilson, CJ Stroud, um, Joe Flacco, Kenny Pickett slash Mitchell Trubisky, or Josh Allen? Yeah, it's a pretty easy answer. And there. if you say Josh Allen, you got problems. I'm going to tell you to stop doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Again, so you just you you want you want to face, and, and I know. There's the mentality like, we can we think we can beat anybody we don't care yeah but as a fan I don't I think I want to I want the easiest road possible um, I, I don't care if that's an asterisk you want to put on the Dolphins championship yeah. if the Dolphins host the Lombardi and somebody says well that's because every quarterback got hurt I'm like you know what yep, they're not got gonna, it that, that's still in the trophy case I don't care yeah. who they played they could play the high school team for all I care um, so you you just want essentially the path of least resistance uh, to get to, to number one, to get to the playoffs. And then when you get there, you want the best road possible. I mean, there's not a single soul. I don't care who Kansas city has a quarterback or anything else. If you're like, why well, rather the seven seed? Nobody says, well, I want the four seed to beat the seven seed in the playoffs. Cause that's who we'll get. No, you want the seven seed. You're like, all right, well, the seven seed beats the four seed. That's who we get first game. Right. If you're the one seed. So mm-hmm. that's who you root for. Nobody says, yeah, let's take the better team. So, yeah, we don't want the Bills in. We don't. We don't uh, want him in there. Um, yeah. So that's that's the, that's the the AFC kind of landscape. So yeah, yeah, I was not pulling for the Bills at all, and I, I get it. Miami would be the three seed right now. Had the bill had the Chiefs won, I don't care. I don't care exactly because I don't um, want I, I don't want to see the Bills. I, I, bill, I don't the bills want them in be, there. The Bills would be six and seven facing a hot Cowboys team. Cowboys yeah. beat them, say so they'd be six and eight. They're done. Season yeah, they would be done. Yeah, they but would literally be done. You it look would at, be I mean, Cincinnati's got a tough road, but you look at the Broncos uh road ahead, they don't play hardly anybody. I mean, they I think they get the Chargers with Easton Stick, they get the Raiders, who are not doing well. 
they they could get I mean that was a team we walloped 70 to 20 and everybody said they're the worst team in the league and they might possibly win that division. They, we might face them again in the playoffs, which I'd yeah. rather face them in I mean, the playoffs. If I, if I had told you after week three <laughs> that the Broncos team, are going to win the division, they win the division, you'd be like, you need to get yeah. off some drugs. I would tell you, yeah, you need to stop taking drugs. So <laughs> that, that's that's where they are. Uh, so Because Kansas City's struggling. Uh, and they face the Patriots, I think, next. Um, I think it's on the road. So never, ever count out Bill Belichick. No, uh, no, and no, no. and that team played and, and look, say what you want to about Pittsburgh's offense. Their defense is good, and they went down the field, up and down the field on them in the first half. Yeah. Um. So, who's to say that? Who's to say, yeah. Who's to say something won't happen? And Bill Belichick steals another one. Which that's I'm I'm rooting for the Patriots to win a couple more because let's get them out of drafting quarterback range. We yeah, that them, too. We want them drafting offensive linemen. So, uh, except it gets uh, Belichick closer to Shula. That part I don't like. Oh, he's done after this year, so it don't go better. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I kind of think. I kind of think he's going to end up being the Chargers coach. Well, if he goes to another team and he's somehow able to catch Shula, I'll be like, well, that's because he's like eighty years we're gonna, old. We're gonna put an asterisk on it. Yeah, put, an asterisk <laughs> on it. put it. So, how about we put an asterisk on it for all the cheating? Okay. Um, you know what? Now that uh, now that we finished up that conversation, yeah. let's give it a little uh, zeros and heroes because Lewis would be upset, mm-hmm. even though he's there in the background. If we didn't do the zeros and heroes portion of the show, and Lewis, if you even want to type in, if you're still there, you didn't pass out. Uh, if you if you are still there, I can't stop the show, so it'll go on forever. But um, if you even want to type in your zeros and heroes, Lewis, in, in there, and I'll let, I'll let you know uh, <laughs> what they are. Or yeah, or you could just put them there on the show, but. Duke, I'll let you go first. Let's give us give us the zero, the hero, and your score prediction for this week's game against the Jets. Oh, man. So I went into this one last week, and I said, I can't really pick anybody for a zero. And then after the game happened, I'm like, I could pick all the zeros. <laughs> pick a whole team. So um, <laughs> I, I could take low-hanging fruit and say the kicking game, uh, punter, um, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with the linebacking group. I think the loss of Baker has really kind of set them back, and I think teams will start to attack that now, and the Jets are going to want to run the ball. Um, I don't care what Zach Wilson's stats were. They're going to try to run the ball on this group. Um, I think Duke Riley struggles in that regard. Um, he's a coverage guy. He he was kind of decent in last night's game. I thought that um, at least in that first half, especially, he was more one of the more shining moments so of, of the I, team. I, I just think that the loss of Baker is going to affect that unit more than than we fans expect. We fan a lot of us are like, well, Baker's an all right guy, but him in the him in the game last night, I think changes some things. Um, maybe not changing it to a from a loss to a win, but I think it affects things. So I'm, I'm going to pick that group to your point. The lot, the, the difference in, or the gap between Phillips and uh, Van Ginkle is not as great as the gap between Jerome Baker and Duke Riley. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I think it was a bad game for everybody. So I think it was like, it's, it's a down week. Just it's whatever. I think they'll yeah. rebound. I, I don't expect, I agree. Oh, Jalen Ramsey and X are going to be bad the rest of the year. No, no, no. It's not like that. 
for hero, uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with a guy I've done, gone with a lot. I'm going to go with Raheem Mostert. He is a man on a mission. He runs hard. Um, you know, comes into this league. A lot of people think of him as a scat back, a third down guy. He's a lead running back. 16 rushing touchdowns, 18 total touchdowns. He could go, he could set all the team records in this game. So um, I know guys like Hill are going to have probably good games. Waddle will probably have good games, assuming Hill plays. Um, but I, I think he's the exception. He was like, I'm not staying on the sideline for this game last night. He came back in. So there's no way, yeah. unless unless there's some kind of regression that he misses this week. So he probably play. won't practice all week, though. But the Jets have a good pass defense. Um, they've not been good against the run. I think Miami, I think this is a survive and advance kind of game. Don't look ahead to Dallas, which is hard to because it's a division game. I don't care. I don't think they will now because of that loss to the Titans. I think that keeps them supremely focused on this game. And so perhaps had they beaten the Titans, they might have been prone to looking ahead. I just don't think they will now. So I don't, I, I like that the game's at home. I like that it's a one PM kickoff. I like that the Hard Rock Sun is going to be beating down on the Jets in their dark green uniforms. And I think the running game will wear on them um, all game long. I think they rush for a collective team effort of 200 yards. And I think the final score, I don't think it's going to be super duper high. I think it's going to be um, 24-13. they might score more if they get a defensive touchdown. They've had one in three games mm-hmm. in the last three games. Uh, and uh, I think we could get another one of those, but I'm going to stick with 24, 13 with a late score to put them over the edge. Okay. Um, for my zero, I got, know you guys aren't going to like this, but even coming into the season, I was a little concerned about him with injuries and then even take away the injuries. Something's like off with Waddle. Something's just not right there this year. I don't know if it's the the uber focus on Hill trying to get the 2,000 yards and the offense clearly is built around Tyreek Hill. I mean, I think we see that more than ever. Now, Tyreek Hill for MVP, thank you. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. After what we saw last night, I think it's even more of a case Tyreek has for MVP. I just, I don't know. Something's not right with Waddle. I can't keep waiting. Oh, this is the Waddle game. This is the Waddle game. This is the Waddle game. It's just not coming, man. It's not coming. So I just, I'm just not expecting Waddle to do much more than be kind of just a, just kind of a mid-level role player. It's just what he's been this year. Uh, it's disappointing. I, I hope he proves me wrong, but there's just something you, off there. Do you think that is a Waddle issue or do you think that is a McDaniel issue? I don't know. I just, I'm not, I don't know. I, I wish I, I just don't know. I really don't. Something just doesn't seem right there. I, I don't know what's going on, but something because, just seems well, off. And I think, and people are afraid to say it. I, honestly, they don't want to, or afraid to admit it out loud that, you know, we think we have this clear number one guy who's better than almost every receiver in the league. And he's our number two, but man, Waddle is not that clear number one guy who's better than almost every receiver in the league this year. He's just not. And I, I don't know what's going on or what's happening, but it's it's what part of what is affecting and allowing teams to to figure our pass offense out because we really don't have the quote unquote two big threats right now. We have one. We have Hill, one guy. Because Waddle's just not 
getting in on it. So I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if it's a McDaniel thing. Like I said, the, the focus around Hill or just Waddle himself. I, I don't have the answers to that. Only they do, if they even do. I don't know. I'm not sure. It, it goes back to the question or what was the discussion with Hill earlier about had he been out of the game pregame? How do they have a game plan? Yeah. We don't, we see Hill as the guy in motion. He's the guy that does all the, 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 uh, I can't crouching remember. tiger, hidden cheetah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the window dressing for all the mm-hmm. plays. If he's out and you know, he's going to be out. Does Waddle get those looks? I, I'm curious to see. They, I'm, I'd almost, I don't want Hill to be out, but if Hill is out, at least it'll kind of give us a, maybe a clue that, Hey, it, can Waddle step in it, and be that it just, guy? It, it's, it's bothered me that he's not been used in that regard. And it was interesting in the game last night. I saw Julian Hill do that. Um, he ran the little short motion out and, and, and uh, Hill stayed behind. It's, it, it, it caught my eye because I was like, I've not seen him do that. We've seen yeah. Smythe in motion, but he doesn't do that necessarily all that short out motion, but they did that with Julian Hill. So, yeah, that, that's that's a good point about Waddle. So, uh, I mean, I think on, on any other team, he's, you know, he's over a thousand yards already because he's the focal point. He's just not here. And the opportunities have been there, but they're not there too. That play that Tua had in Washington where he, he, he scrambles out and hits Waddle and Waddle drops it. If you see the all 22 on that, that's a Waddle touchdown. Had he catches that, he beats the linebacker to the edge. There was a blocker on the other guy. That's a 80 yard touchdown or something. So yeah, it just, I don't know, but I get your point. Yeah. Something's off there. My hero. Um, I'm going to go. HN. I think HN is going to have a big, not that Mostert won't get his because he always seems to get his, his but I, I feel like HN is going to have a really big game in here. I, I, I'm i not going to give any heroes to, to anybody in the passing game because honestly, over the past, say, four, five, six weeks, our passing game has been nothing super special. I mean, it's been good. It's a top 10 passing game, but it's not like all world you know, greatest show on uh, on turf uh, type of pass offense lately. It's been really our run game that's been the big thing, and it's really been what's keeping this offense alive. Um, so I'm going to go HN there for the hero. And as far as the score, you know, I still think that we're going to beat the Jets fairly comfortably. I'll go, you know, 31 17. Somewhere in that range. I think I think we're going to get back on track. I, f- I do really feel like we're going to get back on track in this game for sure. And I, I don't think the Jets are a great team. So, um, all right, man, Duke, you got, uh, let's see here. Somebody put uh, zero. Austin Jackson, I'm now concerned that his transformation was fools. Oh, dude, it was like one bad block. Relax. Uh, two with throwing insanely fast. All pro Robert Hunt hero. Xavier Howard will get an interception in this game. Uh, yeah, it was it was like one bad block on on. And I understand it was probably more than that, but it was really it was I saw a bad block from Austin Jackson. I'm sure uh, that was Lewis, by the way, who was just giving the zero and hero. Um, I I imagine uh, that there was some more bad plays. There was lots of bad plays all over that offensive line. But I mean, uh, aside, I, I'm not ready. Oh my god, it was fool's gold, man! It's like, come on, is this it's this the overreaction I'm talking yeah. about? It, it just is it, so much uh, overreaction. Aside from Tyreek Hill, who I think. If, if I was PFF and I was grading these guys, he gets a high grade because he did what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't think you look at this game and come away with, well, you know, this guy was bad, and, but he was the one. No, they were all bad. Like, they were all bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're letting DeAndre Hopkins, who is probably going to go in the Hall of Fame at some point, um, they let him run all over the field. I saw he got uh, some yeah. guy, I don't even remember who it was, got open on Ramsey on a crossing route. Just, I don't, I don't know what the call right. was. They needed, to, they needed to just take, I mean, they had one dude, and when it was obvious, they were going to just keep feeding him. That they needed to let Ramsey follow Hopkins and, and just stick to him likely, and 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 do what he does. And going back to our uh, discussion about the uh, resting players, I, I think there's a difference of Javon Hollins in that game. Oh, big uh, time, man! That's twice now. That that's uh, a few times that when to, he's been out. The defense to, hasn't been amazing. To um, to uh, the to that position. I think Brandon Jones. I, I think it's safe to say that he is not going to be re-signed. Um, I Probably don't, not. I don't, not, think especially with this defense. No, he will immediately go somewhere to a Flores-style defense or a defense where he can play in the box. That's where he excels. Um, uh, so uh, quickly, Lewis has final score: Dolphins twenty-seven, Jets twenty-one. So, I mean, here we are. We're picking the Dolphins to beat the Jets. I mean, it's not like we're like, oh, woe is me. The season's over. I know. And, and look, it felt that way at the end of the game. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. God. I mean, I'm not going to say the loss didn't hurt. Like, it does. But calm down, people. Oh, yeah. Jeez. So, uh, but I think I think Deshaun Elliott gets re-signed. I think he and Holland have huh. a better tandem than I expected. And I don't know what they'll do with X and his contract. There's some stuff there. But assuming you can keep that whole secondary plus you've got cam smith in the wings and and i know people are like well he's not getting on the field that was not the game to put him in last night just you don't want d hop picking on him yeah for sure uh, i agree you can let him play against you know some of the jets guys because look i i don't care what happened in the last game what people are saying the jets receivers are just not good um outside of garrett wilson they're just either old or just overrated guys so um but yeah, I think Brandon Jones being in the um, being in there over instead of Holland affects just the way they can do some of that defense. And I think some of those plays, particularly the crossing routes, the way he tackles, um, the way he affects how quarterbacks think, um, he, he's he's absolutely a game changer. And he plays against the Jets. It's it's you know it's going to be a different story. So, um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think uh, we said we were going to do a shorter show, but we really didn't. Um, I appreciate everybody. Yeah, I I appreciate everybody for joining us. Just want to quickly mention again um, our sponsor, Prize Picks. Be sure you go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code 5, spelled out F-I-V-E. Promo code 5. Go to OnlyFins for some awesome Dolphins talk only three dollars a month. Get in there and um, you can yell at uh, Alf and CK and Simon. No, don't yell at them. They'll just kick you out for that. Say thank you for the three dollars. But you can go in there and chat it up with those guys. Get a you know a lot more. It's a, lot, a little bit more intimate feel. It's a lot more um, policed than Twitter in regards to when people get out of hand, uh, etc. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun in there. It's absolutely replaced my Twitter, and uh, I'm better off for it. Well, I appreciate it, Duke. 
Thanks. Thanks, Lewis, for emceeing it in the background. I know you're feeling like crap. And um, that's it. Fins up. Let's go. Let's get that dub this Sunday, guys. Fins up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.